0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays, live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet hundred dollars, and get a hundred dollar free bet at SportsGamblingPodcast.com/winbet. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com/winnbet. I'm just about that action, boss
1: go go go
0: Welcome everyone to the NFL gambling podcast, part of the sports gambling podcast network. It is late Sunday evening or early Sunday evening here for NFL week 11 Monday night football game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. And joining me to help me break down the game from a betting perspective. You guys know him as the voice on the MLB Gambling Podcast, as well as the NFL Gambling Podcast. A little sour, a little heartbroken today after what transpired for his New York Jets. What's my main man, Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how you feeling, my man?
1: Oh, we've had better days, Munaf. We've had better days. Today was a tough one, but, uh, you know, it's... What what's really going to show me is how we bounce back, you know how yeah. how we finish the season. You know today was a tough one, but we had every opportunity to win. Our offense couldn't do anything. Me and you were discussing it. If that didn't, if he didn't return the punt return, I, I swear it was going to end in a tie. So yeah, it, our defense is solid. We just we got to address the quarterback. I think that's every that's on everyone's mind right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's just that Bill Belichick just has. Zach Wilson's number or his know his tendencies or where his weaknesses are. But I think that, you know, you know, like you said, you and I were just talking about this offline that this team is, is a quarterback away. I mean, they have one of the best defenses in the entire league Um, right up there with like San Francisco 49ers. Robert Sala has just an outstanding job in year two with this defense. And you have the playmakers on offense too, right? I mean, you brought over James Robinson from uh, the Jaguars you still have Michael Carter unfortunately you lost Brees Hall um, t- to injury but that's a pretty solid backcourt there um, and you have the wide receiver uh, guys there as well so I think you're yeah you're right a quarterback away I know you and I were just talking offline that Zach Wilson just didn't take any accountability in this game yeah. here today and I think that's going to rub not only the locker room the ro- wrong way but also the fans
1: yeah, he definitely lost the fan base, I think, today. Today was a really tough one. And, you know, they, they asked him, do you feel like you let your defense down at all? You know, because the defense was standing on their toes the whole game. Even on a on a short field, they would force a punt, get a sack. And, you know, even when they got in the Renzo, we, would, we held them to a field goal. They missed two field goals, so we got lucky. But 9 for 22, 77 yards, 3.5 yards per uh, pass attempt, four sacks taken, no accountability. You. you i don't think the players in the locker room want to hear that either so you know not not it's bad when you have more punts than completions you know so
0: yeah i mean look that we knew that this was going to be an ugly game just coming in between two division uh teams fighting for playoff positioning and even div- division uh uh positioning here but yeah patriots get the season uh sweep there over the jets but look I think there's a lot more to be optimistic about this Jets team like we just talked about going forward compared to some other teams <clears throat> like the Houston Texans. <clears throat> no names there, but um, yeah, look, uh, as a Jets fan, you should be excited. Same thing with Giants fans. I know they took a loss today to the Detroit mm-hmm. Lions, but you know, football in New York, we can say, is officially back, especially with the guys that they have at head coaches for both of those teams. Um, anything else Can you kind of notice around the league here, Dylan, before we get into the Monday night football game?
1: Yeah, Giants lost a tough one. You know, this kind of looked like a look-ahead spot there on a short week. They played Dallas, who looks like they'll probably beat the Vikings, on a short week on Thanksgiving. So maybe it's a yeah. look-ahead spot, but yeah, tough one there. Uh, just a couple ugly games. You know, Eagles sneak out a win. Uh, Colts yeah. cover again under Jeff Saturday. That was pretty good. Um, Bills get the win on the road in Detroit, you know, so not, not all is bad here in New York. So and, and then Ravens win an ugly one. Shouldn't have even been that close, I thought.
0: Yeah, a lot of ugly, ugly games. I don't know, maybe uh, guys are looking uh, ahead to Thanksgiving week and, and you know, six teams are in action on Thursday night – or sorry, on Thursday for Thanksgiving. I know uh, Buffalo, they had their game um, moved over to Detroit to Ford Field just because of the weather that's happening in New York. And now they have to come back to Detroit to play Detroit um, uh, in, on, in Ford Field, is what I'm trying to say, on Thanksgiving Day. So that will definitely be exciting – uh for thursday football on thanksgiving um yeah uh you talked about the colts there they, they were very competitive in that game here uh tonight uh or sorry this afternoon against the philadelphia eagles eagles uh, squeak out the victory there they improved to what nine and one now uh big big win i think for the eagles especially now that the cowboys look like they're on well on their way to a victory currently leading the vikings 37 to three so yeah. far here dylan so um, Yeah, that NFC East is going to be a fun division to watch as well as your AFC East division as well. I think I was talking about this to Scott that we might see a possibility where we have possibly four teams that make yeah. it out of the AFC East to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and even look at the NFC West. The commanders get a nice win too, you know, so yeah. they're finally six and five. Uh, right now, it does look like every team if it ended today in the AFC East would make it so, but You know, we got we got a bunch of games left and we'll see how the teams respond. You know, uh, the Jets they have a a couple big games coming up against the Vikings. And, you know, they're going to want to take it out on us after they they're probably going to lose to the Cowboys. And, you know, we got the Bills again. We got Miami. So some tough games. But, you know, hopefully we ride the ship and we we get into the playoffs.
0: Yep. 100 percent. All right. Let's get into this uh, Monday night football game between the san francisco 49ers and the arizona cardinals this game is going to be a another uh, international game i guess we can say it's going to be down south in mexico city uh between these two nfc west opponents um we'll start with the side here we'll go, kind of go through the injury report as well here dylan so let me start with this line in this game um this line opened up at minus five and a half in favor of the san francisco 49ers that uh number has ballooned up to minus 8 currently over on win bet total opened up at 45 and uh that number has now been bet down to 43 uh currently over on win bet on the total here and again that large part has to do a lot with the injuries uh for the Arizona Cardinals so I'll start with the Cardinals here um right now I'm currently seeing their quarterback Kyler Murray is officially listed as questionable for this game he is dealing with the hamstring issue he did miss last week uh, in that game against the Rams where Colt McCoy did get that start for the um, Arizona Cardinals. Also on the injury report is DeAndre Hopkins, their best wide receiver and best playmaker. He also has a hamstring issue. Uh, he's officially listed as questionable for Monday's game against the San Francisco 49ers as well. Uh, we heard about the news about Zach Ertz, who's going to be scheduled for surgery and is going to miss the remainder of the 2022 season. Uh, Just a huge blow there for the uh, Arizona Cardinals. And then going over to the San Francisco 49ers side, uh, looking at their injury report, uh, Ibukam is officially questionable for this game. He did practice in a limited fashion on Friday for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Armstead, defensive end, has officially been ruled out for this game. He's been dealing with a foot issue, um, and he will be out. Hopefully they can get him back next week. For the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Dylan, we can start with some stats and some trends here on the spread here. Currently sitting at minus eight for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, what have you got for us as far as the spread here? And if you have any stats and trends you want to throw out?
1: Yeah, so for the side, uh, like you mentioned, all the injury reports, uh, Kyle Murray still dealing with that hamstring. Um, it's surprising D Hop showed up late on the injury report. So yeah. that's that sucks for them. Uh, he, Hollywood Brown, questionable. Arizona's also down three offensive linemen. Buddha Baker, Byron Murphy. There are question marks in the secondary, so it doesn't look good for Arizona. My only worry is how bad Kyle Shanahan as is as a favorite. Jimmy G one six and one ATS as more than a touchdown point favorite. Jimmy G seventeen twenty eight and one ATS thirty eight percent as a favorite. He's also an ugly two seven and one ATS against the Cardinals lifetime. So yeah. in in fact, Arizona has won eleven of the fourteen. Uh, games in this rivalry despite how good the 49ers have been in recent years so I, I don't want to back the Cardinals because of all the unknowns and possible and possible injuries on that side and all the numbers don't support taking the 49ers as a favorite so the 49ers they haven't had an impressive win in the last two months as good as a uh, roster they have they've lost to the Bears Falcons Broncos their defense ranks 26 in DVOA in the last five games so I mean, as ugly as it is, I'd rather take the points with the Cardinals eight and a half. You might want to wait and see who definitely is in or out for the Cardinals. But if Murray and D-Hop end up playing, this line's probably going to drop below a touchdown. So if you're going to be on the the Cardinals like I am, you you should grab it while you can. So I'm going to take Arizona plus eight and a half.
0: Yeah. Something that really stuck out to me here when I was kind of digging up and looking at the numbers here, the 49ers are one seven and one against the spread in their last nine meetings against the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. And you also mentioned it there that Jimmy Garoppolo um, just hasn't had a lot of success, at least against the spread against his Arizona Cardinals team. Now, what you just mentioned, you hit the nail on the head there, that if you do like Arizona in this game, you might as well want to go ahead and, and, and bet them now, just in case Kyler Murray is ruled in, or even DeAndre Hopkins is ruled in uh, for this game. But You know Colt McCoy last week, he did pretty good uh, for the uh, Arizona Cardinals last week. I know it was against the Los Angeles Rams where Rams didn't have Matthew Stafford in that game. But if you kind of just look at it from a statistics perspective, um, he was pretty good in that game for the Arizona Cardinals. He finished up that game 26 of 37, 238 yards, threw for one touchdown, no interceptions in that game for Colt McCoy. So he's been a very serviceable backup uh, for the Arizona Cardinals as long as he's been there. Uh, for this team. He had a QBR last week of 70.2, which is really good, Um, a rating of 96.5. So, you know, this being, him being in this league for so long, it's crazy because I can still remember him playing at Texas for the Longhorns. And now this is already his 13th year, I believe, um, uh, for the, uh, sorry, his 12th year for the Arizona Cardinals, actually in the National Football League. I, I agree with you here, Dylan. I think that if you want to play a teaser, I think it's a good teaser leg for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. I think they get the victory here, Dylan, uh, but I, I think this is a big number, especially in a division matchup. I know it's not a, a home game for either team. It is in Mexico City, but I think the Arizona Cardinals can be uh, competitive in this game against the San Francisco Finals. Despite statistically their season-long numbers, they dominate um, on the defensive metrics. But like you mentioned, over the last five games, they just have been very good How the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Yeah, i also i want to ask you so you you said it, teasing it down what do you what are your thoughts on teasing the Cardinals up to maybe two scores 14 and a half
0: yeah i think you could do it either way um i think you get if you get it outside of two touchdowns i think that that's a great possibility or mm-hmm. a great teaser leg and then you could also tease down uh the um, sorry the San Francisco 49ers so minus two and a half. I think they get the victory maybe by four points or six points in this game. Yeah. Um, but, again, I think you can tease it either way and possibly come out profitable in this game. Uh, anything else, any other trends uh, that you want to throw out for this spread here before we get over to the total? No. Okay. Uh, let's get over to the total here. This number did open up at 45. It's currently sitting at 43. Um. Again, division matchup here between these two NFC West uh, teams. Uh, what are you thinking about the total here, Dylan?
1: Yeah, this marks the fifth NFL game in Mexico City. So total points scored in those four games, 41 twice, 47 and 45 being the last. Both totals that closed in the in the 50s went under. Both totals that closed in the 40s went over. So now as good as the 49ers offense seems to be, they don't play at a very fast pace. Fifth slowest in the league. Mm-hmm. We also have to take into account the altitude. The air is thin in Mexico City. The game's being played at. 7,200 feet above sea level. So now, now with Arizona, they're the complete opposite. They play at a very fast pace, fourth fastest in the league. Cardinals offense, they've gotten uh, better since the return of D-Hop, going from 20th to 16th in the league in offense. Their defense is usually going to blitz. So when the 49ers drop back to pass Jimmy G, he needs to get the ball out of his hands quick. So yeah. entering week 11, the Cardinals are 5-5 five and five towards the over. Going over in four straight, the 49ers, uh, trends they point towards the under three, six toward the over under, uh, and going over in their last two games. So, no official play, but I would lean under despite both teams playing toward the over recently. Should be a rainy night in Mexico with some wins, so I would lean mm-hmm. under.
0: Yeah, I think that in this division game, I would I would lean with the under here as well. I think a lot of it does hinge on the status of Kyler Murray. That I think that if Kyler Murray is able is going to go in this game, um, I think that total will creep out, be back up to the opening number of forty five. Um, I, I want to make a case for the. I, th- I think that if Kyler Murray does go, I'm going to lean towards the over in this game. Um, but I think with Colt McCoy, you want to slow things down. Uh, you're not gonna go at a very high pace. And again, if DeAndre Hopkins not able to go either as well, again, a lot of it hinges here with us not having a lot of information if both of those guys are in or not. But obviously, we saw it when when D Hop came back in that game. I, f- I think it was against the Saints, where the offense just looked completely different when D is on the on the field for this team. There's no question about it because he is one of the better or one of the best wide receivers. In the entire National Football League, he has one of the best hands as well, and he can, you know, make catches in open space and and you know run after the catch. You can also be a big threat and make those impossible catches in the end zone. We've we've seen it throughout his career uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. So I think for me, what I'll say is that if D Hop and or Kyler Murray are in, I'll lean towards the over. If they're not in, I think this pace kind of does slow down for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and again, that this rush defense is one of the best for the San Francisco 49ers. I think their rush uh, attack is pretty much non-existent for the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would, I would lean to the under with Colt McCoy. And I'll go over if Kyler Murray and, or the Hopkins are in this game. So I uh, definitely, again, keep an eye out for the yeah. injury report when you look at the um, uh, betting this game for the Monday night football game uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Before we get into some player props here, Dylan, let me tell you where we can bet on everything that we're talking about here, and that's going to be over at WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. And during WinBet win hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving away larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted same-game parlays. Live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a special offer, Bet 100 and Win 100. Again, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com WinBet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers of exchange terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in a state where play-through winbet is available. If you're somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dylan, let's get into some player props for this game, uh, for the Monday Night Football game. What are you looking at as far as player props in this game?
1: Yeah, two anytime touchdown props. First, I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey, anytime touchdown. Little chalky here at minus 145, but I do like McCaffrey to find the end zone. Him and Debo are both like multi-face kind of players where they could beat you out of the backfield or they could beat you in the air as a receiver. So McCaffrey, he's gone in the end zone the last two weeks. He caught a touchdown back in week nine against the Rams. Shannon's going to want to run the ball, and I expect McCaffrey to get in the end zone at least once. So Arizona doesn't stop the run, like you mentioned, all that well. And they have one of the worst red zone defenses in the league. And I think that's where McCaffrey's going to eat. So minus 145. I know it's a little chalky, but I do like Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown. And I also like Debo. I mentioned him a little earlier. Debo anytime touchdown plus 125. I know I talked a little about how banged up the Cardinals may be. And if that is the case, I think Samuel has a good matchup against whoever they do decide to put out there in the secondary. Samuel, like McCaffrey, he's also a multi faced player where he could beat you from anywhere, especially when you have Shanahan calling the plays. Debo Samuel, he's third in the team in rushing. He's also caught the ball for 411 yards this season. So Samuel, he's coming off a game where the Chargers did a good job keeping him in check, limiting him in both areas. So I don't expect that to happen two games in a row. Shanahan's going to find ways to get him the ball. So Samuel hasn't gotten in the end zone the last three games, which makes me like this even more. But I think this, this game sets up nice for him to get back in the end zone. So Debo Samuel anytime touchdown plus 125 and Christian McCaffrey anytime at minus 145.
0: Yeah, those guys are pretty much the offense here, right, for the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, look, we saw the trifecta that Christian McCaffrey had where he threw for a touchdown, he caught for a touchdown, and he rushed yeah. for a touchdown, and I think this has been, has been a great – I know, look, they did give up a lot to bring CMC over, but if this guy is able to stay healthy, just gives you know this offense just another weapon to have. And I think that was something that they needed. Uh, if you kind of mm-hmm. look back over the past couple of years, that – if Debo Samuel wasn't on the field for the San Francisco 49ers, the offense just looked completely different. Now that's, this takes a lot of pressure off of a guy like Debo having to be that guy all the time. I know Brandon Ayuk has broke out a little bit this year as well at that wide receiver position. George Kittle has been, you know, one of the better blocking tight ends and you know, one of the better tight ends in the league as well. But CMC has been just so dynamic all throughout his career. And you know, that Shanahan, is gonna put them in the right spots along with Debo Siamo to you know make those explosive plays and even find the end zone like you like in this game. So I can't argue against it. It's really those guys are gonna be able to find the end zone for uh the San Francisco 49ers team. Um for my player props or player prop, I'm gonna stay on that San Francisco 49ers side. And this has kind of been a trend that I've been betting on every single week, and it's and it's been really profitable for me. I think it's only been where two weeks it hasn't hit. And that's that's been really betting on the the tight ends going up against this Cardinals defense. And I'm looking at George Kittle in this game to have a pretty good night for the San Francisco 49ers. And you kind of take a look at the numbers of what opposing tight ends have done against the Cardinals. We saw Travis Kelsey week one had an absolutely fantastic game. I mean, Darren Waller, he had a great game as well yardage wise. Um, Dallas Goddard also had a big game. Uh, the Seahawks tight ends had big games against them. So you kind of see the theme here that tight ends are having success against the, um, sorry, the Arizona Cardinals defense last week, even Tyler Higbee, eight reception, 73 yards against this Cardinals defense. And you look at George Kittle's numbers against the uh, Arizona Cardinals since 2017, he's gone over 41 and a half um, receiving yards in six out of the eight career games that he's played against the Arizona Cardinals. That includes six straight games where he's gone over 41 and a half. He's had over three and a half receptions in six of those eight games, which includes six straight games. I think that's going to continue here tonight or yeah on Monday night for uh, George Kittle in this game. So I'm, gonna, I'm looking at George Kittle's uh, reception props at over three and a half. That's a little bit juiced at minus 150. But his receiving number is at 41 and a half in this game, and I really like that to go over. I had to get confirmation on this, so I had to message our uh, friend of the show, Katie Mock. She's one of the biggest 49ers friends I know, and she was all in agreement about uh, having George Kittle having a big game here. So that just gave me even more confidence. So shout out to Katie uh, for the vote of confidence on uh, George Kittle here tonight. So um, George Kittle over three and a half receptions and then also over 41 and a half on his receiving yards. Dylan, any thoughts on George Kittle?
1: Yeah, so I like the reception prop just because he's been targeted a lot these past few games. You know, he's gotten it over in the Panthers. He's gotten it over the Falcons, Chiefs, not the last two games, but I I do worry about the receiving prop. Does it worry you that he's only gone over this? You know, he had two good games against Falcons and the Chiefs, and then he went over it against the Panthers, but... Last two weeks against the Rams, Chargers didn't go over, then against the Rams again and the Broncos. So does it kind of worry you that he had? he's kind of had a down year?
0: Yeah, and I think this is where – I think it's a buy low spot, and that's what I was really looking at. And, I, and, and it, the thing for me is also that the tight end positions have been doing really well against the Cardinals this season. I guess for whatever reason, they just don't pay attention <laughs> uh, to the tight ends for whatever reason. But again, I think that this defense – for the Cardinals were we'll probably zoned in on guys like Debo and Christian McCaffrey, where you might see George Kittle would be able to make a couple catches and, and get some uh, yards after the catch and get over this number of 41 and a half. So I feel like this number is a little conservative. You're right, Dylan, that he has, he's kind of been inconsistent this season, but for me, it's really just about baiting this 49. Sorry, this Arizona Cardinals defense against the tight end position. Yeah, you're right. Last week, you only had 21 yards on uh, one reception, um, maybe you want to look at his long uh, longest uh, reception here because if you kind of look at his game log, he's had uh, his longest reception has been 20 or more yards in 4 of his last 5 games that he's played in. Let me see if I can pull that up here. If that's anything under 20, that's probably another bet um that I want to be on here. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Longest reception, George Kittle. Yeah, it's at 18 and a half. Mm,
1: that's so low.
0: Yeah, and he's had long receptions of over 18 and a half. And every single game that he's every single game he's played in this season, except for one, you're right. Which was against the Denver Broncos. So yeah, I love I'm just that. yeah, I'm probably gonna have just a stack on George Kittle, just watch yeah. him uh, all night for this Monday night football game here, Dylan.
1: Yeah, you could add the longest reception to my uh, card too. I, I now that you dug that up, talking to, talking it through a little more, I like that because you know when he does make those receptions, they're pretty long. So yeah, I do like that him only missing in the first game of the season against a very good Broncos defense, yeah, mind you. So yeah. yeah, I like that play.
0: Uh, all right. You got anything else for the game uh, before we get into best bets?
1: Yeah, no, I'll, I'll save it for best bets. All right.
0: Uh, before we get into best bets, uh, let me tell you guys about the SGPN merch store. Thanksgiving is next week. It's the holiday season. You know, we're all doing the holiday shopping, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, stocking stuffers or presents for our loved ones. And what better way to buy a very nice, perfect stocking stuffer present for that DJ in your life? And I'm talking about the SGP and merch store. Now, up until Thanksgiving, which is next week, next Thursday, you can get 10% off when you use promo code sucks. That's 10% off when you use promo code sucks over at our Sports Gambling Podcast Network merch store. How do you get there? All you got to do is go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and using promo code sucks for up to uh, – sorry, for 10% off for uh, your entire order by using, again, promo code sucks. They have – Great um, college basketball, college football, NFL T-shirts for your favorite teams. They have Christmas um, uh, a Christmas sweater that looks really nice. I know you guys are going to have those Christmas parties, where that's with coworkers, family, friends, uh, and it looks really nice. So make sure to check it out over at our March store, that's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And again, make sure to use promo code Dallas Sucks for that 10% off. All right, Dylan, let's close it out strong here, my man. Let's get into our best bets for this Monday night football game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. What do you got for your best bet?
1: Yeah, so I was originally going to go with uh, taking the points with the Cardinals, but I I feel like I can't do that in good faith just because we really don't know the status of a lot of players. So I think it's a wait and see. I think, honestly, that's the best advice right now, especially for a side to just wait and see who really plays. So... I'll go with a player pop. I, I do like uh, George Kittle's longest reception, by the way. And talking it through, I really like it. But I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey uh, anytime touchdown, minus 145. We mentioned it. He could do everything. He could rush it, receive it. He could throw it in the end zone as well. Pair that up with uh, Kyle shannon who's going to scheme something up against a banged-up uh, Arizona team who's the worst in the red zone. I think he's going to feast down there. I think he finds the end zone. So give me Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown as my best bet.
0: Yeah, I love it. I'm not uh gonna argue anything about that. CMC has been utilized very well, um, for lack of better words, for this San Francisco 49ers uh offense so far since he's been traded over. Um, for my best bet, I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna go with George Kittle. Um, let's go over on his longest reception and then also on uh his receiving yards prop of 41 and a half. I think this be a game we're kind of in a buy-low situation here for George Kittle because he just hasn't had uh, the targets over the past couple of weeks. But again, just looking at this Cardinals defense against the tight end position, they, they're they just not paying attention to it for whatever reason. I think that's going to be an opportunity for George Kittle to kind of take some pressure off of Debo and CMC as far as getting yardage here. So I think that he's going to have a big game here. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets into the 50-yard uh, range here of receiving, but also, you know, we talked about how his longest receptions have gone uh, over 19 and a half in every single game, except for one against, which was... An, um he didn't get it done against the Denver Broncos, and they are one of the better defenses, if not up there as the best defense in the league with the Jets and the San Francisco 49ers as well. So my best bet, uh, if you want to take it both ways, over 41 and a half on George Kittle and longest reception over 18 and a half. Love it. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast for the Monday night game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Dylan, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, buddy?
1: No, uh, good luck on Monday night, Moon. Off. Uh Thankfully, we got there with the lock of the day. It saved us from a total catastrophic day on a Sunday. But we get there on the under between the Broncos and Raiders. Uh, and, yeah, hopefully the Pittsburgh Steelers can come back in this fourth quarter and cover. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. I'd-
0: that game turned into a shootout. I had the under on that game. I don't know what the hell happened there. Yeah. But, yeah, a rough week for me, but hopefully uh can bounce back on Monday night and then uh, next week. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. we got three games on Thanksgiving Day. It's going to be a great week as far as content over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. So just do yourself a favor. is download the app, the SGPN app. World Cup k- uh, kicked off today. I know our, our guy Malcolm is crushing it over there with the uh, World Cup Gambling Podcast him and his uh, good buddy, uh, Barry. So if you haven't checked out the World Cup coverage, make sure to give those guys a listen and, and leave them a rating and review. Um, and again, NFL's in full swing, NBA, NHL. Uh, I know the golf just ended their, I believe their final uh, fall event, and they'll be back in a couple weeks for the new season. So exciting times, as always, for sports fans. All right, uh, Rod and Jay Mark, or... Uh, Ryan will be back on Monday for the recap shows. So definitely look out for that. And they'll be looking ahead to week 13 uh, to take advantage of those very, very early lines. So look out for that pod. I know Scott and Terrell will be covering the Thanksgiving day games as well as the totals. Um, And again, as usual, Della Nile will be back next week for the Monday night football game. So definitely look out
1: for that as
0: well. Kind of gonna peek here, Dylan, and see who's playing next Monday night. It's gonna be the Steelers and the Colts, so uh, that's
1: Hopefully it gets flexed out. <laughs> yeah,
0: I hope. so. Oh, on Monday night, I don't know, but man, yeah. not too,
1: not too bad of a
0: matchup. Yeah. After all we've seen from the Colts over the last two. Weeks. Uh-huh. All right, uh, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.